Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. Super excited to be here today for my next episode of my podcast, Rewarding Conversations, as I am here with Brenda Avrish. Avrish? Does that work? That was great. Sounded perfect, Adam. Love it. That's what I'm going for. Um, I met Brenda at a work-related event, um, and... uh, I like to pride myself on being somebody who can immediately kind of, I don't know if I would use the term size people up, but I can almost immediately get a sense of if I'm interested in getting to know somebody or if somebody's like interesting to me and I met you and the instant I met you, I was like, all right, this is a cool person. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we connected and we had some pretty cool chats and you just seemed like uh, a really kind of relaxed, but also like intelligent and focused person at the same time, which is kind of cool. Um, so I was like, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast totally randomly? And you were like, yeah, sure. So here we are. Thank you for being here. Hey, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Adam. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to dive in right away. Um, let's talk a little bit about you where this is going to be a cool one for me because I actually don't know as much about you as I've known about other guests. A lot of my guests I meet through Instagram or something like that. So I can see pictures and followers and connections and all that. I met you at a work-related event. We've talked casually and things like that since then, but I don't know deep dive into your life. So this is going to be kind of part of that. But right before we got on, I was like, Hey, I sent you the link and you were like, I'm finishing up coaching. So talk to me a little bit about that. What does that mean, you finishing up coaching? Yeah, absolutely. So I, um, about a year, well, it's been a little less than a year ago. Um, I was at that moment in my life where I was like, I feel like I need to find my purpose. Um, And I mean, I think what I do uh, from a career standpoint is definitely purpose-driven. However, I I needed something deeper, something more, um, because I've always felt like I've been put on this earth to impact people in a positive way. Like, I feel like I've been put on earth to inspire, educate, and motivate people to do their best, whatever that is, right? Um, And I want to be a visionary with them to give them hope to do that. So I want to walk along that journey. So I started doing research on coaching programs and found the program that I'm in right now and started in January of 2021. And I will finish um, the program. um, And with it, I'll have two certifications, one in health coaching and the other in life coaching. So my goal with that is to, like I said, really touch people um, at their heart to say, you're here, you're meant here, and you're on the earth for a reason. And I want to help you figure that out. So Um, I absolutely love it. So I'm about 75% of the way done with it. So I had a practice client before we met. So I kind of got my mindset ready in the coaching mode. And now I'm here getting to chat about, you know, with Adam about some great things. (laughs) That's really cool. Um, I have, I've had a few different people on here, actually somebody who I've recently had on my podcast. Uh, they are a, um, health and fitness coach. Um, and she does it virtually. She does like he- like physical body transformation coaching, but also mental health coaching. Um, I've had a career coach on here. Um, you know, so I'm always curious as to, because I think a lot of people think those things about themselves. Like, you know, I, I feel like I'm meant to do this or I'm meant to do this. But you have a whole career, um, like a whole full-time job and everything. Like that's how we met and everything. And I think a lot of people think those things. Oh, I want to do this or that. But not many people actually follow through. 
Um, so if this is how you felt for, you know, quite a while, what was it about January of 2021 that made you go, okay, I'm actually going to take the steps to make this happen now? Like, what was that kind of, you know, turn of the key moment for you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I kind of have a story of my own that relates to it. So I'm going to kind of step back about 10 years. Okay. And then I'll kind of make my way into answering that I love question. it. I so, love going back into the past. Um, so I, my story kind of started, well, we all have a story, right? Adam? Absolutely. We all have a life. Um, and, and that story is all, they're all great. They're all unique. They're all different. No better, no worse, just different. So I graduated in 2009 um, with my bachelor's degree from Defiance College. And then I kind of had a year of just spiraling downward. I mean, physically, mentally, emotionally, I was in my darkest place. Um, so 2010 come around and I like, was like, I got to get my life together. Right. Don't we all say that every day, right? We wake up every morning, single day, every, like it was verbatim, right? Every day I gotta get my life together. Um, I think it's just a habit, like a verbal habit for everybody now at this point, but, um, it was bad. I was at 320 pounds, 325 pushing 330, um, mentally in a terrible spot, utilizing coping mechanisms that were not healthy. Um, and I was like, I got to change, like, this is not worth it. So I went on a journey for the last, well, it'll be 11 years, I guess, by the end of this year, um, of not only weight loss, um, but mental um, health uh, awareness and support for myself. Um, because I wasn't happy and you can't make anybody else happy in the world if you yourself don't have a good foundation. And I say something like that all the time to people, like you can't help anybody else until you help yourself. Oh my gosh. It's so true. I mean, so often everyone misses them and we we kind of miss the mark because we look for other people to do that for us and we have to do that for us. Nobody else is going to do it. So anyways, I kind of had my own story where I started that and I lost between 120 and 140 pounds um, by making these changes, these daily habit changes, essentially. And I never thought in my mind I could ever do anything like that, right? Like if I think back on my 330 pounds or 25 pounds self, I'd be like, no, like I can't even walk from here to the refrigerator without getting winded. Um, and wow. now I've ran a full marathon and like nine halves and 15 Ks and 10 Ks and everything else. That's awesome. And if I had a little applause yeah, thing super, right now, I would, I would click so, the applause button. That's really awesome. Yeah, it's it's been extremely rewarding, very difficult, of course. Um, but in January of 2021, I... I decided I, something hit me and it was actually more on like December 29th of 2020 or 30th. It was like around New Year's Eve. I was actually reading a book. So I'm an avid book reader. I don't know about you, Adam, but um, I love to read. And uh, I was reading one of uh, Trent Shelton's books called Straight Up. And uh, he's a good motivational speaker. And uh, he his book was, it's about finding your purpose. And it was honestly like this God moment on my couch at the end of December and was like, I want to. I want to coach people. Like I want people to know that they can do whatever they want to do in life because I've lived through 10 years of building that for myself. So it just was this like moment of, I don't, I would call it somewhat divine. I mean, I, I have a spiritual life on, you know, as a part of myself, but it just was like, this is what I'm going to do. So I started researching it and found my program and now I'm in month 10. 
That's amazing. Um, kudos to you for sure for actually taking the step and making it happen and doing it with real purpose um, and, and you know, with that good motivation. Uh, you know, I, I think when you have gone through something yourself as a person, it is more of a motivation to be able to help other people in the same way. You know, yeah. if if somebody has never had a struggle in their life and they've never had any hardship or whatever, and then they try to life coach somebody about struggles and hardships, I feel like it's going to be like, well, what perspective are you coming from? Just reading it out of a textbook or something? Like I want somebody that's going to understand and be there and say like, Hey, I I get it. Like I I really do get it. Um, you know, so I think that's an amazing thing. And so when that journey kind of ends, you're getting close to it. You're about three quarters yeah. or so of the way through. How do you see that going from here? Is this something you're going to kind of do on the side virtually? Do you, is this something you do in person? Is it a combination? Are you hoping to do this full time eventually? Like what is the kind of end game for you in your mind? Absolutely. So um, working in higher ed um, is definitely a passion of mine. Um, and, and having a full-time job, it's definitely been a challenge since I started my back in higher education because I was out of higher ed for about a year and a half and I missed it. I said, I got to go back to a campus setting. So I did. And I joined where I'm at right now about three months ago. Um, and so it wasn't in my plan. Of course, when I first started my programs, I was working in a job that I had 40 hours a week and that's all you worked. It was a bank. So it's banking hours, <laughs> which are nice. Um, you know, you get a lot of days off. I got a half day during the week, so I had plenty of time to really get the coursework finished, study and focus on it. So it's been a bit of a challenge these last three months. Um, but what I've come to realize in that is that I want it to be kind of an on the side thing, because for now, I, I really enjoy higher ed. And I feel like I do that a little bit in higher ed anyways, like it kind of complements it really well. So my training, in a sense, is very um translatable, like you can translate the skills that I've learned and some of the um, uh, content I've learned in my training to higher ed. So um, I do foresee that being something that I will start. I'm going to start my own business um, on the side is start the business once I have the certification, um, because I want to do some practice clients to really be able to know that (laughs) I know what I'm doing um, and feel confident um, in it. So um, once I get those certifications, I'll start kind of doing some marketing um, on the side of social media. But I mean, to your question of, you know, in person or, you know, virtually, uh, either one, um, honestly, either one, um, virtually, as we all know, has become so um, common, you know, in these last couple of years. So my client that I'm working with now, you know, I've met with her in person, and I've also met with her virtually. So um, it really just depends, um, but I think I want to be flexible. I'll probably be like a raindrop, you know. I'll probably start to trickle it out um, in my small community. Um, I have a lot of connections at different chiropractic offices and gyms and workout facilities. So try to use referrals and partnerships as much as I can. Um, but I also want to be reasonable within my schedule for a full-time job as well. So and I want to be able to really give the time needed to these individuals that are working towards important goals and they're important to me. So I want to be able to give them time. So I want to keep it attainable as well. So a couple here and there, um, you know, we'll be good to get started on the side. That's awesome. awesome. I mean, it's, it seems like you're really putting a lot of work in. you're working full time. Uh, You're doing this kind of coaching and training and, you know, going, going through all that and, 
and still I'm guessing, you know, keeping a healthy kind of regimen for yourself and everything like that. So I just wish you were busy doing things. You're not really doing much. (laughs) I don't, you know, it's just kind of a slow day for me every day. No. (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, every day seems kind of like a busy day for you. So on that note, kind of what do you do to, to wind down? You know, you have all these things going on and you're working full time and doing this online and you're doing practice sessions and, you know, focusing on yourself too, you know, in, in the spare time you have, but what do you like to do to wind down for fun? Yeah, absolutely. So I think you bring up a good point, Adam, of the, you have to have self-care, right? Self-care is so important. Um, Our number one priority and relationship in our life is ourself, our relationship with ourself. Um, So I've learned that the hard way throughout my career, and especially in higher ed, because it can be very demanding. Um, But my mornings are very important to me. So I'm a very routined individual. So in the mornings, it's wake up, um, take my vitamins, you know, I'm, I'm a cleaner in the morning. So my therapy is making sure the laundry is caught up, making sure everything's picked up. Um, I do a lot of reflecting at that time. So my, I'm married, I have a husband, um, he's at work already. So I just get the mornings to myself. I do, however, have a rabbit and his name is Stuart Michael. Um, and he free roams around our house. So he hangs out with me. He's a free roaming rabbit. Yeah, he's a he's a Californian. He weighs twelve pounds. Oh my gosh, that's not like a rabbit. That's like a baseball mitt. Oh my gosh, he's huge. So yeah, he's he's a part of my morning routine, um, and I get him taken care of. And then usually within a half hour, forty five minutes, I'm working out. I'm doing something. It's cardio. It's strength. Um, and I like to listen to music during that time. But normally, I listen to podcasts. Um, so there you I'm, go. I'm a firm believer in continuing to educate yourself not only in your career field, but just in anything else that you're interested in, whether that's crime podcast, or for me, it's leadership podcast, because my master's is in leadership. So, um, so yeah, I like to have that time because physically I'm getting my workout in, which is important to me. Um, Two, it's a good release, you know, physically to get yourself kind of motivated and going for the day. And then, you know, shower and off to work we go and there goes the day. And it's, that's my best time in my most favorite time of the day. I'll get up at three thirty, four o'clock sometimes just because I wow. love Wow. You really are yeah. a morning person. Oh yeah. Literally probably middle of the night for some people. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm a morning person in general. I can be up pretty quick and, and ready to go and getting up in the morning. It, it's really funny because, um, I guess kind of connected to that. I don't nap. I've never been a napper ever. Uh, like even in college, all my friends would be like, oh, I have, you know, a couple hours between class. I'm going to go take a nap. I've never been able to do that. If the sun is up, I'm awake and I'm wanting to do things and go places and all that kind of stuff. Um, but for me waking up in the morning and just being ready to go has never been an issue for me. And so many people that I know just drag in the morning and they said the, they hit the snooze button five times on the alarm and all that. And that's just never been the case for me. And people have always mm-hmm. been like, you're weird. That's a weird thing. And I'm like, I, I guess I'm in the minority because like, I feel like I'm kind of running solo with that. Like most other people are just not that way. So has it always been the case for you like that, that like you get up in the morning and you're like, let's go, you get ready. Or was it kind of when you made your change um, or have you always been that way? No, I have not always been that way. Um, it was, it kind of came with the change of my life, you know, the lifestyle change that comes with making healthier habits um, every day, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally. So 
I would get up and I started when I started my master's degree, which is when I started all this. And I, um, you know, I, I would get up and go to the gym at, you know, six, six thirty in the morning. And it was a struggle at first. Um, not going to lie. Um, had a lot of times where I failed. Right. And was like, you know, cause we all have those days. Um, I'm not perfect by any means, but in the beginning I would have one or two days that I wouldn't do it. And then on that third day, all I did was kick myself in the, in the butt. Like, I wish I would have done it. And like, it's not, it was on me, you know? So I got to the point where I had to motivate. You have to be self-motivated. Like you have to be willing to sacrifice your sleep or whatever it is to get to the goals that you want to get to. So I had to just bite the bullet and mind over matter. And before I knew it, what do they say? 21 days and becomes a habit. And then it's just been a habit ever since then. And I choose the mornings too, to be very reflective, right? Like you got to start your day with abundance and gratefulness rather than scarcity and what you don't have. So I choose that time to also just be thankful to have another day um, to go do whatever I'm meant to do. Yeah. That's a really interesting thing. I've been thinking about that a lot recently, actually about um, kind of being thankful and happy for each day. Um, It's something I've always thought about. It's something that's always been in my head. Uh, I'm, I'm known as one of the people in my group of friends where you can come to me and ask me a question and I'll give you an honest answer. I'm very direct. I'm very straightforward. Um, I feel like that's, you know, if you're really friends with somebody, that's the respectful way to do things is to be honest with people. Um, and that's been something that I've always thought about, but even more so in the past couple of years and even more overdrive with COVID going on is you need to make every day worth it. You need to make every single day, you know, filled with joy and happiness and good conversations. And, um, I personally, I have a lot of friends out there that are going to hear this and they're going to be like, how dare you? Um, but like, I don't have cable. Um, you know, I, I don't watch kind of, you know, people love to veg. I get it. And I get why, but people love to veg out in front of what they, you know, what they call trash TV and just all that. I'm just not that person. I'm like, listen, I could be going somewhere. I could be doing something. I could be traveling to a new city, having a new experience, trying a new restaurant. Like, um, I could be starting a conversation with a complete stranger that ends up being a friend. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm always thinking like, what else could I be doing besides sitting around doing nothing now? Now, given I'm a movie geek, I've always told people that like, I have half of my tattoos reference films. Like I'm just, I'm a movie geek through and through. So I'm all about <laughs> lounging around and watching, you know, movie or whatever. Um, but in general, I like to go, I like to do things. Mm -hmm. Um, so what kind of person are you in terms of that? Like when a weekend rolls around and you got a Saturday and you got a Sunday and you're off, are you hanging out in front of the TV, watching things? Are you reading books? Are you going out and traveling new places? What are you doing on the weekends? Absolutely. So weekends still have the same get up workout. Like I always have to have at least a half hour or an hour of my time to where I can work out physically feel good. Um, I am a big fan of, I'm a big family person. So I'm like you, Adam. I don't sit, I have certain shows that I really like to watch. One only being The Walking Dead, which I'm not promoting it one way or the other, but I'm a big fan. The first few seasons of The Walking Dead is some of the best television I've ever seen until like season five-ish. And then they kind of lost me after that. It gets, I have to tell you, this season I've been a little frustrated and I know it's the last one. I'm kind of glad it is. But um, that, and then honestly, I prefer to be outside if it's nice out. I grew up on a farm. So we grew up that there was always work to be done. Like there was no reason to be sitting. So there was always work to be done. We had 250 head of cattle that we would milk. 
Um, and then we would be grain farmers. And we, at one point, had a thousand acres that we farmed. So I helped with that. So that kind of was instilled in me early, like you, Adam, where like, I can always be out doing something, right? There's, there, I just, I was never allowed to sit in front of the television. So now on my weekends, I enjoy going to visit with my family and my, I have two beautiful nieces. I don't have any children myself. So I love to go to their events, their soccer games, basketball games, whatever that is. Um, so visiting with family is really important to me. Um, and I just like to be out socializing rather that's going to, you know, a different area, um, like going to down the road from us in the city and going out to eat at a different place yeah. or going yeah. to have a beverage, um, and socializing with people and, um, going to, you know, locally here in our area, we have a lot of festivals and events. So I like to go to those and kind of, you know, visit with people. Um, I always like to be doing something, um, and whatever that may be. And of course, I do like my downtime. And when I do that, I still like to, I'm an avid reader um, and I like to listen to podcasts and I still like to do that on the weekends because I feel like if you get out of that habit, it's usually gotten out of and not gone back to. Yeah, I've been really trying to, you know, with COVID kind of winding down and every well, winding down um, with places opening mm-hmm. more and stuff like that. Uh, I've been really excited to get back into the theater, watching films and stuff again in the theater. Um, and you know, they're releasing so much more content at home now. So that's been really nice. Um, you know, I have all like the usual suspects like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, so I've been getting into a lot of things recently, but I still just, I I just like going places and doing things. And I don't know, I would, I always feel like that stuff will be back there waiting for me when I get back, but like a really cool experience, like an art festival, a food festival, a special exhibit at a museum or something like that. Like those things come and go, you know, a show on Netflix will be there uh, next month, the month after that, you know, it'll be there. Um, But speaking of, I just started watching midnight mass on Netflix and it's so good. Um, Midnight Mass. Mass, Yeah. So um, quick little side note. There's a guy named Mike Flanagan um, and he like a couple years ago made the house on Haunting Hill, um, that Netflix show and then Bly Manor last year. Um, And then his third one is Midnight Mass. And that's the one that just came out. And they're all kind of like horror related. I'm a Uh a big fan of horror. I really love horror. Um, Oh, gosh. Good for you. I can't. I, I would have to sleep with the, the light on if I did that. Yeah, I, I've loved it ever since I was a kid, Um, you know, and most most stuff nowadays just isn't good. It's recycled or nothing's just really original anymore. And this Mike Flanagan guy, Mike Flanagan, makes a lot of original stuff, makes a lot of really good, unique stuff that's different and strange. And you're like, where is this going? And this is sort of weird. Um. I, I, I'm a big fan of old school horror. So anyway, um, off, off the trip. I'm like I said, I'm a movie geek. I can talk about this all day long, but like, I totally agree with you in general. I like to go places and do things. Um, so now that we've been able to kind of start doing that a little bit more, um, Mm -hmm. this past summer, my wife and I went to Vegas for a week, which was really cool. Um, and coming up for Christmas, we're going to be doing the same thing. Uh, we would go to Canada a lot. We really like going to Canada. So, um, hopefully we'll be nice. able to do that again soon. Uh, do you have any particular places that you like to go to or travel to or that you're looking forward to going to or traveling to? Anything coming up fun? Yeah, absolutely. So um, places that I love to go. So I'm a mountain girl. So okay. if not once, twice a year, we go to Gatlinburg, Tennessee and the Smoky Mountains. Um, so I like to be outside. I'm I'm definitely a country girl in that way. So hiking and 
mountain viewing and I mean, just all those great things. Um, so those are staples. Those are like given every yeah. year. Um, as far as other things, I mean, I, this is, seems very simplistic, but I'm a huge Cleveland fan. I'm a sports fanatic. Yeah. Cleveland. Um, so I like to go to Cleveland. Um, we go for Indians games, Browns games. Um, so I always look forward to that. Um, other places that my husband and I would like to go, um, now that COVID's kind of, you know, on the mend a little bit, um, we want to get, I've never been to Wrigley field. Um, oh, okay. so we would, we would like to go to Chicago. My husband is a big Cubs fan. So hopefully that's upcoming, um, in the spring. It's something that we're talking about doing. Um, and so that's really been the most recent one, but, um, nothing too terribly far in advance just because of COVID. We're not real sure, but our next trip hopefully is Chicago. So see the Cubs. Um, just the way you kind of speak about different things and everything. I was just, as you were talking, I was sort of imagining like you as kind of like a coach and I was like, yeah, I think this would be really good. <laughs> you have kind of this calming presence about you, which is nice. Um, what, <laughs> what is it that you have found in terms of coaching so far that, uh, you know, have there been things that have been surprising for you in terms of self-discovery even? Um, what have you liked and what have been, you know, have there been any areas where you're like, oh, this is a little bit of a, you know, difficult or trouble area? I don't I don't know what the correct terminology would be, but something that's maybe been a little bit more difficult for you? Absolutely. So when you go through these coaching classes, they most definitely, that's one of the things I really like about the program is it focuses much more heavily on you being the change that you want to see in your clients right? Like you have to embody what it is that you are wanting them to believe. So it really brings a lot of self-realization out. So I, all while I, for, when I first started this program, I was going to therapy. I'm a firm believer in therapy. Look, you mm -hmm. got to go talk to somebody, go talk to somebody. Yeah. 100%. And as we all know, mental health is huge right now. Um, not only in the news, but working in higher ed, it's all over higher ed and secondary education. Um, I was going to therapy at the time I had worked, um, at prior and it just overworked myself, burnt myself out, lost who I was, was like, what's my identity? Why am I here? Part of the reason for finding coaching. Um, so during my first half of kind of that set, those sessions, my first, they're called pillars. So my first couple pillars that I went through, um, was a lot of self-reflection. And during that time, I was already going to a therapist, was diagnosed with depression and self-sabotage. And learning about that process along the way. So I, it really spoke to me and it made me really come to this understanding that as you, as you grow older, I'm not young, but I'm not old either. I'm in yeah. the middle. Um, I learned a lot, but now I'm beginning through those experiences to understand those experiences. So I learned through them, but now I'm understanding them more. So it, it's kind of come full circle for me through these experiences. Um, and I think that that's allowed me to open my heart and my mind up more to the clients that talk to me and open up to me about who they are and looking at them and saying, look, it's okay. You are who you are and you should be proud of it. You are not defined by past experiences, your thoughts, your feelings, even because feelings are not facts, right? So like we have feelings, that's good, but they're not always facts. Our mind can work against us very easily. So I think it's come very full circle for me. That's what I've really realized through all of this. 
And it's kind of come to the point where at one time in my life, I thought not being okay was not okay. And now I'm at that point where if you're not okay today, you're not okay. And that's okay. Yeah. I love that. We all have days. Yeah. No, I, I'm a big believer in that as well. Um, There is uh, one thing I talk about a lot is particularly with people that have big like social media accounts. If I find through somebody Instagram and something like that, you know, somebody I just recently talked to has over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram and you know, they have these amazing posts and very positive and, and all that kind of stuff. And I said to them, um, you know, is that, you know, is that, you know, always kind of how you are and everything. And she was like, Oh no, 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 no. She's like, you know, I'm, I have depression. I have anxiety. I have, you know, I have PTSD from things and I deal with this and that. And, um, you know, she said, I actually want to start posting more real content of like when I'm having down days and hard days and things like that, because, uh, you know, she's like, nobody, nobody has that. Nobody's on all the time. Nobody's happy all the time. Nobody's chipper all the time and wants to help people and save the world and all. She's like, we all have dark days and people are getting better about it, but still afraid to talk about it. You know, it removes your armor, you know, and so much about my podcast has been, let's talk about those things. And that's what's led me to have so many amazing conversations with people drop their armor a little bit and get kind of real and raw, uh, which is something that I really appreciate. So yeah, um, it's needed in the world. It really is. Vulnerability is hard. Yes, it's, it's very difficult. I mean, it is so incredibly hard. And um, I did a lot of research with, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Brene Brown, but she's wrote some amazing books. Um, and I've read a lot of them. And this idea that vulnerability is courage, it's not weakness, right? Um, many people look at it as weakness because this world puts the stereotype on on us, Right. And if we feel like we don't meet that, we're somehow not worthy or not enough. When in, in actuality, we are, right? Like, but, and we're not okay, which is okay. Which Mark Manson wrote a great book called, um, oh gosh, I can't even say the word on this podcast probably, but The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. That's yeah, the name of the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar? Yeah. yeah. So that book was eye-opening for me because it talks about me being an optimistic, positive person. I felt like, just like you indicated from that other individual, you feel like you always have to be on or you have to be that way all the time. And you're afraid to to show your other side because you think people will look at you differently. When quite honestly, they're going to look at you even more respectfully if you show that side. So that 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 piece of vulnerability is just ooh, so, it's just so deep. And it's like, I love reading about it. Yeah, 100%. That's how I was when I was younger. Um, I, you know, was always the goofy one because, you know, I didn't want to have my vulnerability exposed. I didn't want to be real and raw and, you know, all that with people. And I 1000% agree with that, that the strongest thing, the strongest person in the room is not the person who is the most perfect, quote unquote. The strongest person in the room is the person who shows you who they really are, good and bad, flaws, perfection, everything. Um, that's, that's the brave person. Um, because the friends that you make and the family that you gather while being a hundred percent yourself, those are the people that are going to stand by you forever because they know who you are. They know your strengths, they know your weaknesses, and they still stand by you. Um, I feel like it's, it's really easy to gain people when you're just perfect all the time. But as soon as you show a single chink in that armor, those people are just going to walk away because they're going to be like, this isn't what I signed up for. This isn't what I like. But Mm -hmm. if you show that stuff early on, people are going to be there with you. They're going to understand you. 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I agree. I mean, it probably re- relates. It's almost like that your the intuition that you have, Adam, and people that you see. Like, I mean, when you when you first met me, I my hair was in a mohawk, which I frequently yeah, it was, and it was awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm a firm believer in having fun with my with my hair and my appearance, and I have 17 tattoos. Going to be 18 in January. I have 12. It's going to be 13 soon. I'm so proud of you on that. I can't oh, wait yeah. to hear all that goes. Um, but I mean, I think that's where that outside version, people look at you and they'll either say like you, wow, she seems pretty cool. I want to talk to her. Or they'll look at you and say, uh, who's this lady with all the tattoos with that mohawk? Is that really professional at a com- at a work conference? Like, yeah, for me, I've had, I've had people come up to me and do that. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've had someone tell me that. Why would you put tattoos on that pretty on, on, on that pretty body or oh something. Oh my gosh. Or, That's wrong and in so I, many ways. I know. And I've, I've, I've had people tell me they did not like my hair to my face and I'm just like, That's fine. Yeah. That's yours, like, but... thanks for having an opinion, but like, I don't care. Um, yeah. yeah like I like, want to tell I mean, people like I didn't do it for you. So <laughs> no, yeah, like I, okay I appreciate you, like you giving me your words, but I didn't do this for you. So I don't need your approval or disapproval. Um, I saw you and thought the exact opposite. I was like, wow, this is somebody who is at least, you know, I don't want to say fully, but like confident and comfortable with who they are. And when I see somebody and I instantly think that I'm like, I want to get to know that person. So, um, I appreciate you being willing to do this and get to know me on such kind of like a, Hey, let's do this and let's do a podcast. And you're like, okay, cool. And I was like, wow, that was easy. Um, this was, this is really cool. It's a lot of fun. I feel like I know a lot more about you now, which is cool. And I definitely want to continue chatting, being friends. And hopefully maybe I would love to have you on in the future after, um, you, you've completed like your certifications and everything, and you have a little bit more experience with actual, you know, kind of real world clients and everything. Um, and just maybe have you back on and kind of see what your experience has been like since then. Yeah, I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah, I would definitely appreciate it. And if anything, someone listens to if it motivates and inspires them, I've done my day. I've done my I've done my job for the day. I love that. Um, So if you don't mind, I like to always end with a little Q&A. And it's just it's just a fun thing I like to do. So uh, we can cover that real quick and then we'll wrap up. Is that cool? Sounds good. Sounds right. Awesome. So first question, what is your favorite late night snack? Popcorn. I have had multiple people say popcorn. Is there any certain way that you take it or make it or like, how do you prepare it? Oh my God. Well, you just put it in, you just put it in the microwave. And then what I do is I actually sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on it when it comes out hot. Parmesan cheese. Okay. Yeah, dude. So good. All right. I get you. Um, (laughs) What is your dream vacation? Oh gosh. My dream vacation. That's a hard one. Oh, my dream vacation would be taking me out to the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and putting me in a submarine and letting me go down to see the Titanic because I'm a history nerd and I love it. Oh, my gosh. Nobody has even remotely given me an answer like that before. That is an amazing answer. (laughs) Yeah, that would be my, yeah. I've seen that documentary where like James Cameron goes down there in that little sub and everything. And it both like exhilarated me and scared me to death. Like Mm -hmm. I, cause it's like abyss down there. It's just black. It's pitch black. It's totally black. Two and a half miles down where we've never really totally explored. Wow. What a good answer. Um, So what are things that make you sad? What are things that make me sad? Um, 
this is going to sound really weird, but I'm very observant when I'm out in public of people. Ditto. And when I see either elderly or children and I feel like I look at them and there's a sense I have an intuition like you do as well, Adam, and I have a feeling about them. And my heart makes me just want to cry because I feel like there's something there, like they're not getting what they need. And that hurts me. Um, so I, I, I tend to get a little emotional even sometimes and I have to like walk away. Yeah. So that makes me really sad when I feel like people don't have what they need or who they need in their life to feel fulfilled. Yeah, I definitely get that one. Um, sometimes it's weird. You can just look at a total stranger and feel emotional about it. And you're like, how is this happening right now? And darn. I just had it at the movies on Saturday. We, my husband and I went and seen Venom and I, there was a child that literally brought me to tears in getting tickets. Yeah. I mean, I was just looked at him and it, it made me smile, but yet it made my heart hurt at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, I go to the bathroom. I'm going to start crying. Yeah. Wow. Empathy to the max. Um, yeah. What are things that make you happy? Hmm. Um, working out uh, makes me super, super happy. Um, but honestly, one of my one of my pride stories, and this could be even for a whole other podcast, but I have an uncle that is a huge survivor of stage four liver cancer, liver disease, excuse me. And um, I helped take care of him. And my father is no longer living um, because he died of brain cancer. So he is my um, best friend, um, my uncle is, and he's helped raise me. So um, he is what makes me happy because he shouldn't even be alive. And six years later, he's probably healthier than I am. So he makes me happy. Wow. Um, thank you for sharing that. Uh, yeah, whenever people go through something that's, you know, there, there's those two different kinds. Like somebody can go through something very traumatic and come out on the other side, um, you know, and that's impressive and that's awesome. Um, and then, and then you have that category of people, like you said, that where you're like, yeah, like you shouldn't be here. Like you shouldn't even be here and you're here. Um, that's, that's even more like flip the switch of like every day is important. Live every single day. Like it's the last. Um, so yeah, I feel that. And I'm glad that he's here. I'm glad that he's still here. Um, last question. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self? Oh gosh. Um, Biggest piece of advice I would give my younger self is to not give two shits about what other people think. Yeah. And be you for you and for nobody else. And be and hold your head up high with pride because I I didn't have this confidence when I was younger. I was bullied like many people probably were. And um you know, now that you, when you see yourself now versus who you used to be, it's, you're like, you know what? If I could tell myself that I'd say, listen, you got this. Don't give a crap about what anybody else thinks. You just go do you. I love that. Um, thank you. Uh, that's, I am a 180 from who I was when I was younger. Um, and, and a huge part of that was caring what people thought about me. Um, you know, thinking I had to be a certain way or say certain things in certain situations or be the funny person or the witty person or, you know, because if I'm funny and witty, then people won't look at me and make fun of me. And, you know, just when you think that way and get in that kind of toxic way of thinking and, um, you know, it can be very, very destructive. So I definitely feel you on that one. Thank you for that. Um, 
Well, Brenda, this is awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. I really, really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this. And uh, yeah. it's been honestly a pleasure to, I feel like, get to know you more. Yeah, absolutely, Adam. I appreciate your time. And thanks for, you know, just asking me. I felt very honored. I said, you know, initially I said, I'm not that interesting. Which but, everybody um, says. As you say, you know, everybody has a story and, you know, and anything that you say or anyone else says in a day can make a big impact. So always keep that in, well, keep that in mind. I appreciate it. You say that you are not interesting, but you said all the interesting things tonight. So I think you are very interesting. And beyond that, I think you seem like a person who, number one, like you're focused on making yourself better, which is great um, and admirable in itself. But then to take that and turn it into motivation to help other people and not just to say like, oh, I'm going to talk to a friend or I'm going to do that. But like you're actively looking to seek to get these certifications so that you literally can actually help people become the best versions of themselves. And I think that's an incredible thing. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you very much, Adam. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk again in the future. Have you back on? Yeah, I would love it. All right. Awesome. So for everybody out there, if this is your first time here, thanks for coming. If you're a returner, thanks for coming back. Um, And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I will catch you on the next episode.